Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Sam and Mike, and we're back, the Renderos Brothers. You can find us at Anchor.fm slash week, another episode, the Renderos Bros. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna talk about the heavy hitters again. I'm kidding. I mean, we are. We're gonna talk about. Oh, oh yeah. The New York Times is reporting that the president learned that Russia is offering bounties to the Taliban, and he's done nothing about it. He's pretty much sat on the information. So basically, it looks like uh, the GRU uh, it has was offering bounties for the lives of American soldiers, and President Trump was briefed on it, not briefed on it. They, the White House is being very wish-washy about how they're presenting this information. I, I heard that they did uh, put it in his notes at his daily briefings. Yeah, the president gets uh, daily briefings well, every he day. Likes, uh, he supposedly I heard that he likes to, uh, verbal verbal briefings more than anything, but mm-hmm. they're saying uh, that that he was informed that he did know about it. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, he's saying that he wasn't personally briefed on it, and then they're saying like, "Well, we put it in his presidential daily briefs," which turns out he doesn't read yeah. or he skims them. So, and it looks like it was probably put in there in February or March, they're still kind of all over the place in terms of their messaging. But I actually came across uh, Chris Murphy. He's a a representative from uh, Connecticut. And he talked about he's seen the report. So he knows because the president's trying to say, like, it's fake news. It's a hoax. You know, um, I... I I heard an NPR, the NPR, uh, the Daily thing today. um, Yeah. Talked about how how they discovered it all happening uh, by finding $500,000 in cash in Afghanistan when they did a raid. And so, you know, you start to piece that together and you see, like, either it's sheer incompetence or the president is willing to be a traitor to our soldiers. Now, I'm not a one for the military-industrial complex by by any stretch of the imagination. I'm pretty anti-war, though I understand why we need a military. Yeah, Like, I understand the mechanics of it all. Uh, But for me, the way that I view the military is that if somebody is willing to put their life on the line for the country— we should take care of them 100%. Oh, without a doubt. I'm not fuck, I'm not kidding here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not talking about like, oh, cool, you know, we'll take care of them. Like, no, the hospitals need to just be tip-top for them, making sure that every available need that they have, mental, physical ailments, PTSD, whatever they are suffering with, we take care of them. They should be on top of the list. They're giving their lives for us. Uh, the education, if they want to go to school, you know, boom. We pay for it. I don't give a fuck. They signed up. I didn't. To die. Uh, you know, Possibly. To possibly die for our country. Let's take care of them. When the fuck would you? Would, well, and so for me, tough. like. It takes guts. It takes fucking a lot of courage. When I read this, it made me incredibly angry. So oh, frustrated yeah, course, with, with the idea that our president would just sit idly by because they gave him an option of things to do. Sanctions, you know, a public declaration uh, to tell Russia publicly, hey. Don't fuck with us. So, and and they Nobody have sat on it. His friends are over there, no? Uh, you know. He's a piece of shit, man. And, Trump is fuck, man. And so the, it's it's frustrating to see an anger. It's so anger-inducing. You know, and then I have friends who have served in the Army, the Navy, the Marines, and they feel betrayed. I've had conversations with them. Of course, and I they, would feel betrayed. They, I, they, I feel betrayed the fact that he doesn't do anything for our people, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's crazy, and so it, you know, we, we there's still more coming out in terms of all of this, and it's yeah. something that we need to watch. But it, it 
for the he's president. Definitely gonna, he's definitely going to try to make it seem like it's a, like it's a fucking hoax. I mean, like I said, he's saying, oh, the New York Times are reporting it's a hoax. If, if the New York Times, realistically, was consistently lying about the information that they're putting out, and he's talking about, like, I'm going to sue them, I'm going to sue them, he would have sued them long ago. We're talking about we are three and a half, almost four years into his actual first term of this presidency. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to get a second. I hope he doesn't. Let's hope but not. he would have sued him already. And ruin the country even more. You know, and so it, what? What's, what's and he would and he would sue them because that's the kind of coward he is. Oh, he's, he's a fucking. He sued other fucking people for, for uh, dumbest shit. I don't view Donald Trump as a man. I view him as a child. Because the behaviors of not accepting responsibility. You are the president of the United States, and you mean to tell me that you're not reading your presidential daily briefs on intel from across the world that potentially present a threat to the United States of America? You don't read that. And we've known that you don't read it. It's because he doesn't care. It, it, It constantly shows that. And it constantly shows to me that conservatives in this country talk a whole lot of fucking game about supporting our troops. But here you have this information where the top guy in our country is not supporting our troops, and you guys are real fucking quiet about this. Yeah, they got nothing to say now. All of a sudden, because your boy is like, oh, it's a hoax, you guys don't say anything. But you guys talk about, like, let's support the troops. I'm telling you, as a liberal, let's support the troops. Let's take care of our people. And you guys are like, oh, what's that? Like, I'm not joking. Like, I'm, I'm being very, very serious about this. Like, our soldiers are the defenders of our country from outside threats. Are being targeted, yeah. Targeted. And the just fact that there is potential targeting of them on purpose by a different country. Like, not even the people that we're actually fighting in a war with um, or in occupation. You know, like, the Taliban, yeah, we're fighting them. I, I understand why it's happening, um, but I, and there's it, there's aspects of it that I'm I'm not totally on board with. You know, innocent civilians being killed, you know, in crossfire. Like I know they're they're called casualties of war. I believe we can do better. You need to listen to that daily special because they talked about how it all collaborated and how it's facts that uh, how they Russia, the yeah, information. how I, Russia, they, they put they put the whole thing. It's a lot of a lot of different shit, but they're practically trying to undermine the United States the way the United States undermined them back in the 60s or some shit. I forgot. I, 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 I mean, I've, been on, I've been on pills because of this whole tooth thing that I've been going, got going on. So what's, going on with your, what's going on with your teeth? Uh, I cracked one of, my, one of my caps on my teeth from the inside and then uh, ended up getting an infection because my dentist was closed on, a, on the afternoon, evening that it happened. And I've been dealing with some pain since uh, about four or five days now. And uh, I just saw the surgeon today, so uh, we got he's got the plan in place, and uh, gonna get, get gonna get that. Yeah, I'm gonna get it fixed. I'm gonna get it fixed up pretty soon. Just uh, gotta deal with the pain, and, and uh, I gotta keep popping these pills, man. So, it's really really fucked me up. So it's it's just really just aggravating the fuck out of me to know that the leadership that we have in place is trash. Is trash. And 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 the thing is, is that you know. You, you remember one like Harry Truman, who wasn't very popular by the time he left office. Like, the guy was like, the buck stops here, right? Like, yo, you are the president. You are the, the guy in charge. And you're just going to be like, it's a hoax. It's not real. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it, I was never told. I'm like, you're the, you're the president, man. Stop making excuses. Fucking it's, trash. It's, a, it's the same thing with, like, the, uh, wow, co- with COVID, right? His response has been 
tragic. There are people we are we are now having forty thousand daily uh, cases popping up of coronavirus across the country, and then yeah, you have Doctor uh, Fauci uh, talking about close everything here in LA County. They just reclose everything again, yeah. but you have Doctor Fauci talking about he wouldn't be surprised if we started getting one hundred thousand cases a day. And this is like when you look at how they're reporting stuff, it's probably underreported. I think so. I mean, uh, there was a scientific uh, uh, Scientific American article that I saw. They talked about how they report cases, and they talked about how, because of the complex nature of disease, it definitely is underreported. Yeah, and I also heard that because of this whole COVID shit that we're starting to um, uh, forget about all the other type of diseases that are out there, and they're saying there's a new strain of H1N1 that's uh, pretty fucking deadly, and it's already began to, to strike, essentially, and they have no idea how they're going to come up with a cure because everybody's focused on on other things the, yeah they the 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 scientists that were setting was saying it is a new strain but, of of swine flu but, but it's crazy that fucking all this shit's just happening uh just piling on top of each other you know what i mean and i think with all these closures like it's about to be july 4th everything's gonna be fucking closed they've closed every single beach essentially except for newport uh but that's gonna be a shit fucking I, show for sure i've so. i've literally not left the house for anything but groceries and for things that I have to take care of around the house. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, be, I'm, you know, just because I don't trust people. People have this weird sense of, like, entitlement about how they behave towards one another. And you're bitching about a mask. Like, just wear the mask. You say six feet, oh, I can't breathe. I'm like, are you, are you really being serious right now? Doctors and nurses wear masks all day long. And... You've never heard like, oh, Dr. Owens, did you hear what happened to him? He died from wearing a mask. Yeah. He was breathing too much CO2. Get the fuck out of here. No, I fucking, I've had to wear, I've had to wear a face mask, a paper cloth, and a fucking, uh, uh, more with like the filters on it. Yeah. The more heavy duty type the, of the, mask. Yeah, the industrials. <clears throat> yeah. And I have to wear it for eight hours. And it's, and I'm doing heavy work. You know I mean, I'm talking about sweating, fucking doing some sick shit. You know what I mean? Um, and, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see how like anybody. No, people, these people that complain are just ridiculous. There's it's like, man, you, you do not know what it's like to wear a fucking mask and be fucking working in the sun. There's been a lot of nurses like working. You're standing there. A lot of working. A lot of nurses and 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 you know medical professionals making videos. This is where we've gotten to. They've had to make videos of wearing an O2 sensor on their finger and wearing the mask and showing that their their oxygen level has not dropped. There's a guy who put on three or four masks. And it still showed that he had 100%, 99% oxygen. And the normal range is 95 to 100. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I have one of those little oxygen uh, finger checkers. So it, the absurd kind of idea that, you know, a, a mask is such an inconvenience compared to potentially getting everyone in your social circles sick. You know, w- watching videos of friends hanging out, you know, going to the going to one's apartment and drinking and having shots and then taking pictures with each other in close proximity. To me, I'm like, man, you you really trust your fucking friends because I don't know where my friends have been. Guess yeah. what? I'm not fucking hanging out with them. You know, my boy Charlie, we've been playing GTA, Wreckfest, online. My boy, my boy Richard, my boy Drew, like we've been playing online. You've been playing with us because, I mean, dude, it's just not a, a, a safe environment to be in right now. Yeah, it's just, it's uh it's tough, but, but you know you see a lot of people um, on the internet. You see a lot of people, a lot of fucking problems going on, but 
Yeah. And luckily, around the, the area that we've been at, I, I you just look look at people across, uh, walking the street. They have they have their masks on, so it's it's been okay around the around this side, I guess. I I, I would say that our neighborhood has taken it relatively serious. I I rarely yeah. see people walking out and about. Like people go for walks in our neighborhood, but they've been wearing their masks. They've been staying distant from each other, even when they walk. Yeah, when uh, we walk, our dogs are like we see, we see with the people. Everybody just either crosses the, the street, or yeah, or just, it just gets away pretty much. You know, just goes in the middle of the street essentially. Yeah, I, I feel like people in our neighborhood have been very respectful. I also appreciate the fact that you put a thank you for socially distancing oh, yeah. right outside our front That's gate. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I was like, is somebody going around putting these in the neighborhood? And yeah, the, me. The, my wife was like, <laughs> not around the neighborhood, but it's probably your brother from the crib. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, they, uh, wifey asked me um, about a. About where I got it, and I'm like, yeah, I work in a movie studio. You know, what the fuck? You know, get yeah, box and get all sorts of shit. <laughs> so that shit's funny. You know, but so it's cool. It looks cool. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, but fucking that whole shit's pretty bad, man. You Newport know, Beach it, is the only one that's gonna be open. You said. Yeah, I heard it's gonna open from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. They don't want anybody there on the beach, and they're gonna be patrolling pretty heavy, is what I. Oh, heard. like you got to keep moving. Yeah, police enforcement's gonna be heavy. Yeah, you can't just. just oh, it's not like alley. post up for the day no, and be like, no. I brought sandwiches. No. No. Okay. Nothing like that. Okay. I, well, I mean, I'm it, surprised it's still open. It might because it might close. We still, the information still is changing. Yeah, we're still a couple of days from it, and things have just been changing from one day to another right now. Yeah. Yesterday, I, nothing was closed. Today, everything's closed again. Today, everything's closed. I don't think barber shops like are closed. Only or some shit. Um, which, by the way, again, uh, Victory Barber Shop in, Glen- in Glendale. Go. Uh, I ordered some shit on Kickstarter too for those that uh, don't want to wait too much longer for a haircut. It's a fucking face mask that uh, doesn't. You don't have to put it around on your head, so it just sticks onto your face. It has like a small adhesive that just sticks onto your face, and it completely covers your face. So oh. I'm just waiting for that to come in. Uh, the Kickstarter, I think, I think has like maybe two or three days left to the success. Interesting. But it's real nice. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get that shit so I can just get my fucking haircut already. Well, I mean, like, the way the, um I've seen the barber do it, he just kind of gets around it. It doesn't cut it. He's, you know, pretty good. Shout out to Aria, a victory barber shop in Glendale. That's uh, right. <laughs> but, I mean, like, um, you so know, discount, I, I haven't uh, <laughs> I haven't gone, uh, you know. I mean, there was a video I posted on my Instagram, Render Me Sam, uh, where, like, my hair is just big. I'm just like, I think I need a haircut. Just saying. And he contacted me like, yo. I'm like, I know. I know you're open. But uh, he's like, hey, yeah, you no. want to be safe? It's my fine. Hair, my hair was long. I said, me, I was cutting my dog's hair. I said, let me see how this cuts my, my hair. And I shaved my whole fucking head with the dog clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you used? <laughs> yeah, I did. That's fucking no, hilarious. I was, fucking I was like, man, fuck this. Yeah, it's a quarantine for you. It's quarantine uh, life. Dude, I mean, just, just, you know, that's the thing. I constantly remind people, like, just wear your masks. Just, you know, if you can avoid going out, don't go out. Like, I get it. Like, I miss my friends. I miss going out. I miss going to the movies. You know, I miss being able to sit down at AMC with my AMC A-list and be like, ha-ha, I didn't pay shit for this movie. It's my da- fourth movie. I, in, in- I was down with all that shit. But then when Abraham put up that fucking uh, how dirty they were, oh, man, it, it made me question it. It made me be like, you know, I don't know if I, if I want to continue paying for this A-list shit, man. I, I even told but, but, I was like, I was thinking maybe I'll just take a fucking personal towel with me, like one from the ninety nine cent store or some shit, throw it on the seat, why sit not? on that, and then just leave it there and walk away. <laughs> just leave it there. I mean, dude, or you know, like yeah, I mean, you're gonna be sitting on it, you'll be fine. Man, your teeth are really fucking with you, huh? I just tapped it with my fucking bottom teeth. Oh man. God damn. 
<laughs> fuck. I, you know, I, I will say this. I am really glad that I, uh, I've not had major teeth issues except for like the back wisdom teeth, the top ones. I had them taken out about maybe eight years ago. Miserable experience. So, um, yeah, I, I feel really bad for you. I'm dying over here. Uh, that's why I, if you tell, I'm, I'm doing a lot of the talking right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to say too much because even when I'm saying certain words, they don't come out right. It's okay. I mean, we'll we'll get through it. I mean, eventually you're gonna get your shit fixed and you'll be right back <laughs> yeah, to normal. Yep. Hopefully soon, because <laughs> they're freaking trying to fit me into their schedule. Because they, they were trying to give me like 20 days from now, and the dentist was like, "No way, I can't." He's like, "You can't. You're not gonna make it that long." It's like, "I need I need to do this ASAP." So he told his uh, people to to clear move, move other people around to get me in as fast as possible so yeah. I was waiting for that call well I mean dude like the infection in there like you know because I'm like let's say like they give you the antibiotics you get the infection under control it could just flare back up yeah exactly and it's like no no we, we, don't, we don't have time for that we gotta get these fucking uh, yeah. these chompers fixed fl- flaring back up uh, I heard that fucking the Boeing 737 is gonna be back in the air yeah it's uh it's going back up I heard they're gonna do simulated uh simulated malfunctions but like overpopulated cities, I don't know if the, how true that is. Uh, well, I mean, they do have a, a virtual cockpit that they can set the 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 parameters of the whatever plane they're training on, and set certain factors into it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's completely plausible in the realm of of, of the real world. The only thing that I have concerns okay. about with the Boeing seven thirty seven is because of just the the weird because it's not something that i've really researched it's from the articles that i've read over the last couple of years but mm-hmm. so the, the information is really hard how the faa and boeing executives were kind of working together to kind of speed through the process so maybe not all the safety things were actually done in the correct way like they've had you know testimonials before congress like it's been kind of an iffy oh, iffy thing boeing, yeah yeah i, I mean uh, i mean I heard some shit. Uh, uh, because what was it? They, they it was interviewed a guy that used to be with Boeing, and that was one of the reasons he left. Uh, it was what three he plane crashes in three months. Yeah, you know something like that. He exposed a lot of stuff from them. Well, I'm sure. I mean, the thing is, is that when you have the government regulate uh, regulatory he was facilities, one of the dudes that would uh, that would do quality control, but like one of the higher ups, so not the yeah. guy that would supervise. And then watch once the plane was complete, they had one guy that would go through and be like and give a clear, and that clear guy, that clearance would get to this dude, and when this dude would get him, he'd be like, "What the fuck? Like, how did you miss this? And how did you miss this?" They ended up, uh, he ended up leaving because, uh, because they wouldn't, they were trying to like do shortcuts here and there. Yeah, they asked him if he would ever uh, fly in a Boeing plane, and he said no. He said, "I wouldn't risk. I would. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to fucking go on a plane." Do you remember when we went to uh, by Boeing? We went to Orlando. Yeah, and uh, we flew on a, on a. It was a Boeing seven thirty seven. Uh, it was before they were grounded, um, and the the day that we flew back, the next day, there was an article where a flight out of Georgia, the plane dropped thirty thousand feet. What the before fuck? leveling out again? Oh, hell nah. And so, <laughs> you know, you think about like, oh, our, the kids who. And fuck the kids, man. Me, homie. <laughs> I'm fucking scared already. Well, I mean, <laughs> Just thinking about it. Like, you I know, fucking, my, oh, hell no, at the time, 10-year-old, you creepy. know, was afraid of flying. You know, she was like, honestly, like, clutching my arm with turbulence and stuff like that, which, fun fact, I also have a fear of flying. Not not a big one. It's not going to prevent me from flying. Because I'm also a realistic man about, like, the numbers. 
So, but it just, it's a tear. I don't like the feeling of it. An acceptance of fate, man. Okay, say, when you, when you, you know, but plane, I, I also don't. It's out of your hands, bro. Yeah, and no, it's out of my hands. But I also don't just, I just don't like the sensation. Like, yeah, when we yeah, were yeah. flying back. That's why, our, that's why I always try to wear, like, my son, with the, what's so-called the Sunday's best when I go on a plane. Because before, back in the day, people would dress up in suits and this, this, and that. I just like to go swagged out because if I'm, like, if I'm a dial, I'm going to fucking take all my shit with me, yo. Fuck it. <laughs> And they get swagged out. Yeah. The plane crashes. Just the gold chain just melted, fused your flesh. Fuck it, yeah. Then it'll be me forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. I'd be like, just just finish the job. Just melt me, <laughs> melt, melt me down and put me in, like, the asphalt. That way I'm part of the world forever. Yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. I'm going to be part of the universe forever as I break down to my everything that makes me, me, chemically, goes back to the universe to fuel the next fucking star. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, talking about stars too. I heard that fucking uh, some stupid shit. This that uh, uh, some scientists were trying to claim that a fucking uh, a super like spaceship was fucking uh, absorbing power and energy from our sun, and then uh, a super Na- spaceship. Yeah, NASA experts were like, uh, "That's just space dust." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's like, super they, spaceship. <laughs> yeah, I saw some picture and I was like, "Yeah, I, get, I guess the dust looked like a spaceship." But come on, it's, it's They're like it, kept, it keeps appearing every couple of days. <laughs> uh, people want to believe that there is something bigger out there. They want they want to be like, "Oh man, there is there is an ultimate plan for me. I belong in the universe, and this is this is our place." Uh, and also, like I well, like I was explaining to 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 some people is like. Your brain looks for shit. Your brain will find shit if you give it enough time to. I mean, I remember one time my wife and I were watching a horror film. Mm-hmm. And uh, in our hallway, in our old apartment, we had uh, some, oh, some yeah. laundry set ready to go. But the way the dark shadows hit the bath towel, it looked like a little girl like smiling at us like all creepy like it was like the fucking ring mixed with <laughs> the exorcist that's fucking creepy as and at some point i was like fuck what is that i was like oh my god it's the fucking towels so eventually i went over there and i just shook the towel out and placed it in a different way where the light finally hit it in a in a don't fuck me up <laughs> <laughs> style yeah no i don't know what you mean sometimes you win even even when you don't watch a scary movie you just walk into a darker room yeah Oh man, you are struggling here. Yeah, when you walk into a darker room, uh, sometimes things can scare you, and it's just something misplaced. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So I'm gonna talk about real quick about what I watched on Netflix. I finally got a chance to sit down and watch Joy Joe Coy's In His Elements. Nice. Um, I actually was expecting a comedy special, and yeah. um, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I liked some of it, and I also didn't like some of it. Um, what I didn't like is. I felt like Joe Coy was coming off as a little fake with some of the moments inside of the special, right? Like when the young man who's like, this is my chance to get some attention on camera. I'm going to talk to Joe Coy about why I dance, where I'm from, about keeping the kids. And Joe Coy's uh, like, oh, that's cool, man. That's real cool. That's nice. That's real sweet. And there was no like genuine like, dude, these are your fucking people. Like you want to talk about representing Filipinos, which, by the way, two of our best friends are Filipino. Yeah, and yeah. so like shout they're like the, shout out to Robel and Marvin. Uh, they're they're literally like brothers to us. Yep. And so, like I know how fucking cool Filipino people are. They're 
they're fucking top notch. Oh, they're fuck a lot yeah. of fun. They have great food, great jokes, great, great personalities, great they're humor. Nice as fuck. Oh man. Um, and so and and so love that culture. What I love is Joe Coy is like spotlighting Filipino Americans, Filipino people who are in dance and artistry and shit like that. Really appreciated that. I just felt like some of his l- moments just felt he felt dry. You know. Yeah. But but overall, I get that. I, I get that. But overall, I I truly enjoyed it. I especially liked um you know the how they brought in like ill mind, and he worked with uh, DJ Oof, I forget his name. Who? Uh, the DJ when he worked with ill mind. I don't. Remember. And they came up with the the opening song yeah, 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 for. Yeah. I like that they were trying to incorporate a lot of like the Filipino style music and had the rap artists come in and sing. Yeah, I, I really appreciated all that. Yeah, some of it was tight, some of it was tight, but I I do remember that part that since you mentioned, it, and I did I did think the same. I just didn't pay you know put too much mind into it, but I did think he was like he really didn't care about what that dude was telling him. Yeah, it felt like he was almost kind of brushing him off. Yeah, but I, I also started thinking you know, maybe he was just uh, uh, timid. You know, I also feel like, like a rich guy going to this place all of a sudden. Maybe he didn't feel a hundred percent comfortable. You or never know. or even that like just the fact that. You're caught off guard. You're not sure how to respond. Yeah. Because, you know, there have been times, like, I remember when we were back in our band days, I remember when we played a show at uh, at the at the high school, uh-huh. you know, and this, like, ninth grade kid comes up to me. He's like, can I have your autograph? And I'm like, I'm a fucking nobody, kid. Like, I want to be like, who the fuck are you to come up to me right now? But I played along. <laughs> I signed the paper. I know, like, I, and I know, uh, you know, uh, Vader, our guitar player, uh, we called him Vader. Because he's a big wrestling fan. Yeah. And, dude, he was like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do this. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, you know. Yeah, no, but let's say the thing is in the kid's mind, if we if, if we, we blew ever, up. If, blew if up, we had blown like, up. I got, he's like, I got this already, homie. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, I knew them before they were cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, you, oh, oh, you like that band? Oh, yeah. I liked them since back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> I watched him play at my fucking high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. everybody wants to be the first to discover anything. And for some reason, they don't like to share. I don't know. I guess share discovered music. I don't know. Sometimes it comes off that way. Well, it's I funny because I'm a bigger fan because I've known them longer. I, I feel I, also okay. like That's cool, people's bro. taste in music is it's personal, you know? Yeah, personal taste. Yeah, like I, it's. I, I agree with that. I agree I, with that. I, I kind of see movies and like even food. I try to see that just because a lot of things are, are personable. You know what I mean? And, and people sometimes they they take that. They take it and they try to make it um, more in a sense where it's like more special or something, but it's like it doesn't feel special to uh, you know someone else. It just feels special to you, so that's that's not a bad thing. Yeah, but you can't. You but yeah, can't. you know, because I mean that's the thing. Like, because if you whatever you tell them, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, cool. You yeah. know, because everyone's taste is different. Like, there, I mean, I've been recommended some stuff that I've listened to, and I'm like, it's not my style. Like reggae. I cannot fuck with reggae. It depends. I, on, for me, it just depends on the song. I mean, there's not very many. I can count them on one hand. Yeah, you know, I, I've tried different styles of reggae, like, and I just could so not. You like, know about this Yahoo? I, I was playing. <laughs> I was playing uh, GTA Online, you know, and like my boy was like, "Dude, Kja on Grand Theft Auto Three. I love that fucking station." I'm like, "That's a reggae station." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I could not. I could not fuck with that station. The one station I fucked with on GTA." Uh, part three was Soul Wax. 
I don't remember any of the stations. Wow. Though. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't remember the ones from Vice City, which I also I really just enjoyed. Like, I like. I like the uh, just any. I like them all. Uh, in fact, I didn't ever mind. Like you bounce around song wise. Yeah, I didn't mind whatever was playing on the radio in any car. I would hijack. I didn't care what radio station it was on. I'll just leave it on. I kind of started uh, getting more into the music thing with GTA Five. I find myself uh, muting a lot of the music. Just fucking having it off and just fucking driving around and just hearing the, the city noises and, and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, for me, like, I also tend to turn the music off on GTA Online. There was a period of time where I would listen a lot to um, Radio Mirror Park on GTA. Mm-hmm. I still listen to Soul Wax. I listen to Los Santos Underground and uh, Ventura. Uh, there are a lot Vi- of good Vineland, songs on Vineland, there. The Vineland Rock Station. I forget what it is. Vinewood? But, Vinewood. Thank you. Uh, but for me, like I just cannot. What I hate is uh, in the game, I, I fly the Oppressor MK2, which is just fun to fly. Yeah, always puts it on the nonstop pop station, so it's always like fucking Backstreet Boys or whatever, and it's yeah. shit that I don't fuck with. That's I, the station I had to put her on when wifey's sitting there. I put that <laughs> shit on, and she's like singing along. I cannot fuck with that station. I've never liked pop music. It's very rare if I like a pop artist, especially like from '99 to 2020 like pop music and me we just don't click very well i think as pop as i get i mean that's not true because i there is some artists that i do like particularly enjoy but like Mm -hmm. generally genuine generally i don't like pop yeah i know what you mean pop has changed a lot to what you would consider pop now like artists like drake or pop and stuff like that now yeah they're his main a lot of his hits so uh one last thing before we go because uh, i know your teeth are fucking killing you yeah uh, again, you can find us anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. Uh, but follow us on uh, social on, media. We are on Instagram as the Renderos Bros. Uh, you find us there. Uh, you can also then click uh, on one of the posts that has us tagged in it, which is Render Me Sam for myself and Hollywood Mike with two eyes um, uh, yeah. for, my, for Mike here. Yeah, now, and I, and, uh, I just want to give a, a shout out to all those racist whites that were talking shit to me for defending uh blm on a ig it's so fucking it, dude the, uh, you cannot fucking argue with people if, you, like, if, you, if you're showing me hate you're showing me uh why things your, need to change your, your and, and your attention so you know it's like i'd rather fucking take it from all the bullshit that else they're doing because like, i can i can take the fucking attention and, and just talk shit too yeah uh you know yeah, I, I, I just don't like to... But it's crazy how much how fucking ignorant, a lot of ignorant shit I've fucking, I've been seeing. When I go through the comment section, I see a lot of the ignorant stuff. Like, the, the biggest excuse they like to come up with is like, well, what about black-on-black crime? Like, you don't ever say, you don't ever say that for white-on-white or anything like that. You only do that to target black people. You know, you talk about like, well, blacks kill more blacks. I'm like, yeah, well, more whites kill more whites. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, but they don't hear that part. They don't hear that as part, as and they, they fucking don't finish saying their sentence. They start fucking rambling, and so like you can't talk and listen at the same time. So no, shut and the they fuck don't even, up. They don't even think about like the socioeconomic systems that are yeah. in place that cause crime in the first place. Exactly. Like crimes are definitely about like being impoverished, and if you're impoverished, you're gonna take more chances at risky behavior to pull yourself up out of that by whatever means necessary, whether it's selling drugs or robbing shit. Like it's it's fucked up. Like it's a fucked up system that we live in, and it's. It's something that like people have been asking to have addressed, and again, not addressed. But mm-hmm. uh, just to, to get back on track here, I finished The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, we were fucking. I think you're wrapping it up. Uh, I was wrapping it up uh, today. Um, I wrapped it up today uh, earlier know, this afternoon. It? I got to tell you, so you did finish it. Uh, I did finish it. I did. I finished the whole thing. Um, 
and then I started watching some videos about like what people were complaining about, and it varied wildly. A lot of people are mostly angry about like the fact that spoiler alert, Joel dies in the second game within the first hour or two oh, of the yeah, game. Yeah, you were told, telling you and about that. and this is pretty dope death though. It, it is. You described it, and you know, and like I can see that there are problems with the story. Like it's kind of messy, but the game is just so well done. Like the acting is brilliant. The 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 just amount of detail in this game yeah. is astonishing. So, and I didn't particularly hate the story. What I what I disliked about the story is the way that it unfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically told from one character's perspective and then the other's character's perspective. But the thing is, is that the main theme of the whole thing is forgiveness. Even when you have like a sheer hatred, can you find a way to forgive and like, you know, see the other side of it. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, yeah, that's, that's kind of heavy. But the, yeah, the, the themes, of the, themes theme. of the themes of, of The Last of Us are pretty heavy. And I'm, I'm still not sure how exactly I feel. Like right now, mentally, it's not a 10 out of 10. Like no fucking way. Like the game is absolutely brilliant in terms of its execution and polish and attention to detail, mm-hmm. sound. Like it just on a whole different level. But I feel like the story also like just kind of falls a little short and not even because of the story they're trying to tell because they'd be like, oh, this is a contrived thing. This is a shock thing, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck about any of that. What I care about is like, does the story kind of like piece together and like, does it feel cohesive to me? Because it's not my story that I'm playing through, which, you know, a lot of times when you play a video game, you're feeling like you're the one unfolding the story. Naughty Dog's approach to video games is you're unfolding the story of those characters. Yeah, of course. And so that's the thing. Like, just the way that they piece together, I just felt a little like, hmm, I don't know if I would have done it this way. Um, you know, because so Joel dies, Ellie goes on revenge. But at the halfway point of the game, you you switch perspectives to the character who kills Joel. Yeah. You play as Abby. But her story doesn't tie to Ellie's story. Like, she's doing her own thing. She but she is learning because she belongs to an organization called the WLF. And they, they call themselves the Wolves. And they are fighting a religious fanatic organization called the Seraphites, or Scars, as they're called in the game. And she comes across a young boy and his sister. And they are running away from the Seraphites be under the threat of death because it turns out Lev, the young boy was actually Lily, the young girl. Oh, okay. And so, you know, and so so the thing is, is that, like, they, you know, she learns that they are just people kind of, like, trying to figure out how this world functions, and she learns that maybe she's made this whole hatred thing, like, too much. Ah, uh, okay. You know, and so, like, it kind of goes back and forth between Ellie, like, and they both lose. Like, it's not... It, it almost seems like, why do you hold on to all this anger and hatred? For what? What is the fucking point? Like, especially in this world that you live in. Like, uh-huh. the world is a fucking mess. Why even make it uglier than it has to be? And it's, 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 a, it's, a brutal, it's a brutal exercise in just, like, telling you as a video game player, like, this is not your fucking story. Yeah. This is going to throw your kind of, like, expectations of shit right out the fucking window. But, like, some of it felt predictable. Some of it felt clunky, like some of the middle of the game kind of takes a little too long to get going. And so, like, it's kind of hit and miss. 
So as of right now, I would give it a seven, uh, seven out of ten, which is still good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. still a good game, beautiful fucking game. But just it just it has its problems. It's not perfect, yeah. but I honestly think like what they're trying to tell you is like what 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 are we holding on to like in terms of everything? Like how do we move past it? Like and just I think it's an interesting thing to try to do, and and they I feel like they had to go with the shock, yeah, of of killing Joel. Did it feel a little kind of like? rushed sure it felt a little rushed but you know it per, stories aren't perfect you know you yeah, can pick you, apart any fucking story you can go fucking through the lord the of the rings re- and find the problems review i'm hearing about um about the game um i have a lot of friends that have played it but i haven't heard any reviews or anything like that and besides the stuff that i read from actual gaming companies and L- like that, critics that got, yeah but um that's I guess it must be a decent game at least to get at least to play it and, and, yeah. and see how the story unfolds. I think you definitely got to play it. I think it's not for everybody. Like it's not it's not a fun game. Like I'm telling you, like it's, some of the shit is real brutal. Uh, some of some of the things that they're touching on, it's it's real heavy, but it's really well done. Um, so uh, yeah, seven uh, out of ten is where I'm sitting at right now. Yeah, uh, let us know may, what, uh, what you guys think. If of the you game have too. played it, uh, you know I I honestly thought people were gonna get pissed about like the the transgendered boy. In the thing, which some people were upset about that. It felt like it was kind of ham, you know, forced upon people. But I think, like, it's important to tell those kinds of stories yeah, right now. Is. Like, you know, because I think, you know, it's a good way to open up your eyes in terms of, like, there are other people on this planet and not everybody lives your life or your yeah. reality. And so I, like I think it, it, some understanding is, is, is beneficial. Uh, again, thank you for taking the time for joining us. I know this is kind of like a short kind of episode, but we appreciate the time My that you take. Hurts. His mouth hurts real bad, and he's uh, going to go rest. So find us, <laughs> anchor.fm slash the Renderos Brothers. That's, again, uh, anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. Uh, again, we'll be back next week with more stuff, and we'll see how his teeth are doing. Uh, right. Thank you, guys. Uh, remember, stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Just be considerate of one another. We're all going to die yep. someday. We're all going to die someday. Be safe.